Welcome back to This Week in Video Games and this is the News Roundup, giving you all the latest video game news you need to know in just about 10 minutes. So if you find this useful, don't forget to like, share and subscribe on YouTube and also your favourite podcast app. Links are down below in the description or the show notes. Well, it's Monday, the 26th of April 2021, so let's get into the news. Well, first up in the news today, Apex Legends' new Arenas mode is a blend of tactical shooter and battle royale, and this one comes from Austin Goslin out of Polygon. So Apex Legends is already one of the most popular battle royale games, but its new mode proves it could be a whole lot more than that. So today, developer Respawn Entertainment revealed Arenas, the first permanent Apex Legends mode to move outside of the battle royale format. Arenas takes all the characters, the weapons and fantastic shooting mechanics from Apex Legends that fans are used to and fits them into a package that feels a little bit like a tactical shooter. So the mode pits two teams of three against each other in a round-based competition. And the only way to win a round is to kill every member of the opposing team. Arenas matches take place on specifically designed maps, including a few that repurpose some of Apex Legends' most popular locations. So at the beginning of each match, every player selects a legend to players, just like you normally do in a battle royale match. And each round begins with a buy phase, similar to what you might find in Counter-Strike Global Offensive or Valorant, during which you can use a set amount of money to purchase weapons, upgrades, healing items, and your legend abilities. So unlike other tactical tutors, your inventory gets wiped after each round, and the money you get in between rounds is predetermined, so teams don't get bonus money depending on how the round goes. And each of the individual rounds also has a slowly encroaching circle, just like Apex Legends Battle Royale mode, which acts as a time limit for the round. So during a preview event, Polygon had the chance to test out arenas, and the mode feels fantastic and a perfect fit for Apex Legends. There are few multiplayer game experiences as tense as being in the final two squads alive in a Battle Royale match, but Arenas manages to capture that feeling over and over again in every round, and each match is filled with careful tactics of trying to survive, interspersed with frantic and fun firefights. Even the round-based format lets you adapt your strategy to the enemies you're playing, so in some matches you may decide to send one squad mate to provide cover with a sniper rifle or the game's new bow-check bow, while the other two charge in. Other times you might decide that sticking together is the best play to catch your enemy off guard. And that's without even getting into the strategies around using the Legend's abilities and ultimate and also how best to combine them. So Arenas will definitely provide a fun change of pace for those who want to stick with Apex's traditional battle royale. But the mode is also different enough that it's easy to see how a dedicated community could spring up around it as well. So Respawn is committed to supporting Arenas in its own separate mode, and the developer says it plans to add a rank queue for Arenas sometime after launch, and it will continue to keep an eye on balance for Legends and weapons in the mode as well. So Apex Legends Arenas mode will be released as part of the new Apex Legends Legacy update, which is set to go live on May the 4th. Well, next up in the news, new PlayStation State of Play is happening this week on Thursday with a closer look at Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. This one comes from Leanna Rupert out of Game Informer. So a new PlayStation State of Play event is happening soon and promises to showcase more indies and a closer look at Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart gameplay. So Rift Apart is going to be the main focus of the latest Sony showcase, but that doesn't mean it's the only thing that players can look forward to. So this week's PlayStation State of Play is set to go live on Thursday, April the 29th at 2pm Pacific, 5pm Eastern, and I think that's 10pm UK time. It's going to feature over 15 minutes of Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart gameplay to enjoy, 
And as far as what else is going to be shown, we don't know specifics. We only know that a few indie titles are going to be part of the latest showcase. So Ratchet and Clank rift apart as longtime fans excited, especially with the inclusion of a brand new character, a female Lombax. The newest character has been a mystery since the reveal, but Insomniac Games has recently revealed her name to be Rivet. So knowing more about her is key, especially since the studio has previously confirmed that Rivet will be a secondary playable character. So it's likely that the gameplay will focus entirely on her, given the recent spotlight, but on the newest character recently. But either way, we're really excited to learn about what's next. Well, next up in the news, Overwatch director Jeff Kaplan announces departure from Blizzard after 19 years. And this one comes from Matt Wales out of Eurogamer. So Jeff Kaplan, Overwatch director and Blizzard Entertainment vice president, and one of the studio's most recognisable faces, has announced his departure from the company after 19 years. So Kaplan began his tenure at Blizzard in 2002, quickly joining the World of Warcraft team as a designer and eventually becoming game director on the MMO. And he left World of Warcraft in 2009 to work on Blizzard's ill-fated Titan project, which was cancelled after a lengthy development, but went on to serve as lead director on the wildly successful hero shooter Overwatch and has very much been the public face of the game since its launch in 2016. So in a message announcing his departure, Kaplan wrote, I'm leaving Blizzard Entertainment after 19 amazing years, and it was truly an honour of a lifetime to have the opportunity to create worlds and heroes for such a passionate audience. I want to express my deep appreciation to everyone at Blizzard who supported our games, our game teams and our players, he continued. But I want to say a special thanks to the wonderful game developers that shared in the journey of creation with me. Never accept the world as it appears to be, always dare to see it for what it could be, and I hope you do the same. In an update on the official Overwatch website, Blizzard added that Aaron Keller, a long-serving member of the company and founding member of the Overwatch team, will be stepping in as the game director following Kaplan's departure. Jeff's been a great leader, mentor and friend and he knows how much we're going to miss him, Keller wrote. I've been lucky to work alongside him and the rest of the Overwatch team for many years in building something that continues to inspire people all around the world and I'm honoured to carry the torch forward. Kaplan leaves Blizzard with work on Overwatch 2 well underway and Keller notes that development is continuing at a good pace and the team will be sharing more frequent updates about Overwatch 2 progress and he features in the live game with you all very, very soon. Well, next up in the news, CD Projekt Red refunded 30,000 copies of Cyberpunk 2077 out of 13 million. And this one comes from Cass Marshall out of Polygon. Well, Cyberpunk 2077's disastrous launch led to very few refunds, according to CD Projekt Red's CFO. And they shared details on the situation during an earnings call with investors. So the dystopian cyberpunk RPG sold 13.7 million copies, but the developer only issued 30,000 refunds. Players were also able to get refunds through Sony and Microsoft, which were not included in the tally. In December 2020, Sony not only offered full refunds for customers who purchased a digital copy, but they also removed the game from the PlayStation Store. And Cyberpunk 2077 has yet to return to the PlayStation Store, despite patches that have fixed hundreds of bugs with varying levels of success. So CD Projekt set up a Help Me Refund program to help dissatisfied customers, which cost approximately 2.17 million, and 95% of those refunds have been processed. So the CFO explained on the call that a final 5% of refunds are currently being processed, they're taking longer due to complications, so please take into consideration that we're refunding people all over the world and working with different banking systems. It's not an easy task, he said. 
So CD Projekt Red have been forced to change track on Cyberpunk 2077 after the game's launch because of the game's issues on Xbox One and PlayStation 4 consoles. In February, the developer had to contend with a cyber attack from hackers who claimed to have the source code for Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3, Gwent and an unreleased version of The Witcher 3, and Patch 1.2 was delayed from February until March because of complications with the attack. Despite these issues, the Polish developer enjoyed a profitable 2020, taking in over 560 million in revenue, and future updates for Cyberpunk 2077 are currently in development, including an online mode. Well, finally in the news today, Discord ends acquisition talks with Microsoft, and this one comes from Tom Phillips out of Eurogamer. So Discord has decided to remain independent despite a round of high-profile acquisition talks. So that is according to the Wall Street Journal, which has previously reported Discord was on a call with numerous interested parties and that Microsoft had advanced a 10 billion offer to snap up the chat company. So Discord's thoughts have now reportedly turned to a potential public offering, though Microsoft's eye-watering bid has still been left on the table to be rekindled in quotes at a later date. So according to previous reports, Discord was courted by at least three companies interested in an acquisition, and it has grown enormously in popularity, particularly over the last year, but is yet to turn a profit. The Discord's desktop app and web-based chat platform remains free to use, with limited extra features available to those who purchase this $10 a month Nitro subscription. So Microsoft's acquisition offer of $10 billion is reminiscent of the company's $8.5 billion purchase of Skype back in 2011. And of course, Microsoft completed its 7.5 billion purchase of Bethesda last month. Well, that is it for the video game news today, and thank you so much for watching or listening. For more video game news content like this, like, subscribe, and share with a friend. And to join our community, check out the Discord link in the description. And you can follow me on Twitter at TWIVG Podcast. This week in video games is also a patron, and you can find out more on patreon.com forward slash this week in video games where you can sign up for some rewards like early access to the podcast, get your name in the credits of videos as well as exclusive content, special Discord roles and community features. So check out the links down below in the description or the show notes for more information. And thanks again. I'll see you soon.